will be streaming live soon. Good morning. We are so delighted to be with you this morning and, uh, and to share with you the gospel. This has been a, an unbelievable year in my life. It's a couple of years that I'll never forget. But as you look at life from a perspective of victory, one of the things that uh, I have learned the last two years is that the weight of sin, it's very heavy. The weight of sin is very heavy. And as I deal with people in trouble constantly, I can see in their faces a look of despair and anguish and and sadness and morbidity. And of course, you know, you can live in preaching like we do all over the world. But when you have to look at yourself and your life and what's happening with you, it's a total different perspective. In other words, I have an audience this morning from all over the United States. You know, uh, Google Analytics don't lie. Many of you are saying to us, it hurts to sin. It hurts to be on a hole and can't get out of it. But as we climb out of the hole, as we, you know, have you seen someone coming out of a hole, a muddy hole somewhere, grabbing grabbing pieces of, uh, of, of, of plants and and roots, and you finally come to the top, and you fall down the floor, the bottom again, and you start again just in the middle of the mud until you get to the top. That struggle, that difficult struggle, is something that all of us understand. And so the book of, uh, of James has teachings that are very much, I would say, very much comforting. To, to those of you who, who have experiences as coming out of the hole. And so, and of course, you know, uh, let me tell about James a little bit before we get into it. James was uh, the brother of Jesus. His actual name was Jacob. And uh, he was heavily influenced by the book of Psalms. You know, he quotes Jesus' sermon on the mount, which is kind of uh, interesting that he was right there. And uh, he says something like, Wisdom is not the result of human effort, but a gift from God. Which, which, which goes right in line with what we've been teaching, that, that the, the revelation of the Holy Spirit causes you to come out of the hole much faster. And so, he says on... On James chapter 1, verse 2, My brethren, and of course, my brethren is all the Jewish people that have been converted to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, it's an interesting conversation between him and the Jewish community everywhere throughout the world. He says, Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. (laughs) I think when you, when you, I Columbia, when you're in the hole, you, you're not, not joyful. You are struggling. You're sweating. You're crying. You're uh, bleeding. And, and 
just just hours on end of sadness. And Paul and James says, count it all joy. And so that got my attention. Why in the world should I be full of joy when I'm in a hole full of mud and not able to get out? And notice that says when you fall into divers temptations, meaning you have failed, you, you have sinned. Count it all joy. <laughs> you know, when I read it the first time, I said, uh-huh, I guess you haven't had experienced, you know, James, the type of thing that we are experiencing in a lifetime these days. But then as I looked again more carefully and began to, and I thought this in Atlanta, and I drove home thinking, Jesus, what did I do with that scripture in Atlanta? Because all I did was, oh my, 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 how can you be joyful in the whole? And he says this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith. Now, when he brought the word faith over here, it it just lit up the sky to me. You know, we're not talking about joy, we're talking about sin. and, and, And he says, count it all joy. But he refers sin as directly related to faith. And faith is what we know. What do you mean by that? Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Faith is believing the cross. Faith is believing the resurrection. Faith is believing the miracles of Jesus. Faith is, is, is allowing sanctification, allowing the Holy Spirit to change us. Faith is walking the Christian life like I have for so many years. And so when he brought faith into the picture, then it cleared the sky to me. I said, how How in the world? What are you talking about? And he simply is saying that the trying of your faith, because he relates faith with sin. Faith is the weapon which wins against sin. I don't know who says this, who said this, but I, I wrote it down. It says, Every possible trial to the, to the child of God is a masterpiece of strategy of the captain of his soul for his own good. Every possible trial to the child of God is a masterpiece of strategy of the captain of our soul for our own good. Meaning, Meaning God uses, uses, uses the experience of being in the hole, the dark hole, as a way to overcome and increase your faith and give you patience. Now, the word patience comes a little later. The trying of your faith works patience. You know, I have a friend of mine, and I don't have to tell his name, but he's going through a financial experience like he never had before. It hasn't been one experience like a little bit. He's talking about seven years of hole. Dug into it. And he and so I've been praying with this man and this person and, and, and trying to help. And and of course, you know, as we as we went to seven years, the struggle really began because he began to come out of the hole. You know, today I could say to you, he's sitting on a nice sofa, and the hole is right there in front of him, but he will never get into that hole anymore. Why he, he will not get into the hole anymore? It's because the trying of his faith gave him patience, and he will not move ahead of God. 
Patience is being behind the Lord. Patience is being ahead, behind the, the will of the Holy Spirit. Patience is saying, I'm going to take care of things. I'm going to handle it. So, so how many of you can describe your hole? In other words, your, your, your mud hole everywhere. You know, you look at that ugly looking mud hole everywhere. And, uh, and you're A down there. And tell me, uh, what, what is it? What does it mean to you? you? You've had one of those? Oh, I had so many, I don't know how to count. I think I had 40 years of climbing out of that hole. 40 years of climbing out. No wonder I have a strong faith these days. But it took a lot of work. You know, some days I would say, I love to be here. It's so comfortable. You know, what's mud? It's softer. It's tender. What is cold? Oh, it's just a, a change of weather. What, what is bugs everywhere? It's just food. What, 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 what? <laughs> you know, when you can't get some sunlight and you're covered with mud, you begin to realize that your life is, is a trial as a child of God. It is a masterpiece of strategy from God to change you. As if the Lord knows exactly what your weaknesses are, and He is going to touch those weaknesses, and only the way He can, it is going to change. The idea here is, life is short. It won't be too long and all of us will be dead. When you sit on the hole, it's because of somebody, it's because of what somebody did to you, it's because, it's because it is relational. Because it can't be with God, it can't be spiritual in relation to to God and to, and, to, and to rebelliousness. You become, you can get rebelliousness, rebellious about life. But it has to do with others. And life is full of others. Man, you've got to deal with it. I know a guy who <laughs> hurt me. I mean, he really let me have it every time I talked to him. Rude, unkind, bitter, just, just, just a horrible piece of Christian life. I just found out his movie six, his movie five houses from me, where I live now. Now think about that. You know, I thought that guy was dead and gone. Suddenly, he comes out of the hole and he wants to talk. <laughs> now, why am I going to have to talk to that jerk? <laughs> because. I'm patient now. I have gone through many holes in my life. And I know that God is going to use me to bring Him salvation. So, by the way, the word joy here, it is the highest form of joy. Count it all joy. Oh, thank you, Lord. Count it all joy. Look, look, hole in the mud is sin. Tell me somebody that don't have it. The problem is not how you feel about it and about somebody else. Is that you need to, you need to apply the cross. You know, some bishop somewhere said, oh, y'all come to communion. There's no need of repentance. Ah, oh, that's a fib. <laughs> 
Man, that's a lie from the pits of hell. How can you say something like that? Repentance is essential in Christian life. You don't repent, you won't get out of the hole. You won't repent, you will stay in that hole until you're rotten. Am I communicating with you this morning? Do you identify, have you been in a hole somewhere? So the basic thing is when faith meets sin or diverse temptations, the struggle and the battle that all of us have. By the way, I'm never going to be in that hole again. I can, I can promise you, uh, there are some holes in my life that I will never be there. You know, uh, here's, here's, here's something. A guy comes and hits your car. And he will not bring the police or he will not, in no shape or form, want to pay for it. And if I get involved with a lawyer and call the police, that $100 scratch is going to take me five hours out of serving the Lord. I blessed him and I left. You know, uh, there's some wrecks that you have to take care of it. Thank you for Orion Insurance. <laughs> but there are some that are not worth it to be involved with. There are struggles in life that you don't want to be involved with. There are problems that you don't want to be involved with. He's not talking about scratches. He's talking about a whole, a di- uh, when you fall into diverse temptations. And so, James says, the way to do this is to, is to bring faith. Because when faith is touched, look, it says, Knowing this, now this is what he's calling you attention. Knowing this, listen to this, and what I'm going to tell you, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, he puts faith in the middle of the hole, and he says, when you're down there in the hole, faith will stand by itself and produce patience, and you get out of the hole by being patient. You know, a hot day comes in, the sun is scorching hot, and the dirt is just now a little more firm, and you very carefully make holes for your hand to catch a piece of root, and you come out of the hole. In other words, when faith is got, when you get involved with faith, the result of that is that God begins to give you patience to handle life. Okay, let's continue. I just said all of that. Uh, Let's go to, the, to verse 4. But let patience have her perfect work. Nobody wants to wait to get out of a hole. I don't, I'm, it's not, you know, in other words, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. We live in the, in the, in the age of now. You get into the McDonald place and you want the burger in three minutes. <coughs> it, it's, 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 in other words, I don't want to wait for my food. I want it now when I come in. 
And I, I, in, other, in other words, it's, 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 I have it, I want it now. It, it, I don't have to wait anymore. Now, if you do not have faith, you have very little patience with yourself and others. If you don't have faith, you're going to suffer. So the question is, how can you build your... That's exactly what I'm doing down here with you. I'm telling you the Word of God, and I'm explaining James chapter 1, verses 2, 3, and 4, so your faith will be stronger. You need to build up your faith. Do not look at the test, the trial, the sin. Look at how patient you are. And begin to build your faith so you're able... Because you see, I don't care how little faith you have, whatever you have will work for you. Faith is as, as powerful as a mustard seed. The smallest seed that there is in the world, with a little faith like that, you can build a mountain. So why is it that house don't sell? Because God is testing your faith. You know, my father... He was an interesting character, okay? Uh, I'd say not many like my father. When he went to visit people, he didn't ask them to have them or make appointments. You get a, a list, uh, you get a place, about 10 houses or 10 apartments, and you begin with the first one all the way to the end. And he'll come in and knock on the door, say, I'm Pastor Bumfim, I came to pray for you. But as he's saying this, he's walking in. <laughs> and he'll walk in, bring, bring, turn the TV off, come on, you're the, mayor, you're, the, you're the man of the house, yes, yes, come on, kneel down, let me pray. And man, I'm telling you, God had favor with that man. I remember one time a dog came after us. I was a little boy. And, <laughs> and that <laughs> spit on him, <laughs> that was it. Ow, ow. I saw it. <laughs> oh, dude, that's funny. You know, power of the spit. Well, Jesus spit it on the dirt and made mud and put on the man's eyes. Uh, and uh, and uh, what is the city he did that? Bethesda. And the eyes of the man was totally healed. I guess it's the, I guess it's the type of faith that you have. So if you're out of faith, there's still hope. Because you begin a new process of getting out of the hole by understanding the will of God. Now, how can you discern patience? How can you know that you came to a point in your spiritual life that you have faith to stand? When the trauma of yesterday is as vivid as the day of the trauma, your faith needs to grow. In other words, there are certain holes that I want to wait. I, 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 I want to forget. But it pounds on me. It pounds on me that I don't want to forget. And so I've been turning to the Lord those things and say, God, would you come and renew my mind, renew my spirit, but tell me how to look for the future. God will give you the desires of your heart if it is motivated by faith. 
Studying the Word produces faith. Experiencing God produces faith. Being tried on your faith produces faith. Produces patience. So he says this, Let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, one in nothing. Now, one in nothing simply means you can sit on the hole, pull a chair, and just sing songs. Enjoying it. What a beautiful day. This is the day the Lord has made. Oh, what a beautiful wall of dirt. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. I'm enjoying life. And you begin to whisper, before too long, out of nowhere, (laughs) a piece of red meat falls down on your lap. Before too long, you're doing a little fire on the on the on the bottom of the hole, and you're eating some meat. And the bread comes from somewhere. A raven brings some bread, and you eat, and you're just having supper. You know, I've been struggling with uh, how to be in the hole and that survive. And so what I've done is this: I said, Lord, uh, I, I don't want much. I just want somebody who can cook. So I can eat something. I've been eating out, and and uh, my, my my the middle of me is bigger than me. And suddenly, a Christian lady from my church brought some brought a meal yesterday. You know, I can go to Trader Joe's. I can cook a steak. I can cook. I can grill a piece of meat or whatever it is. I can do some rice, you know, but a salad. And, but man. All I've been eating is nothing to be compared with what she cooked yesterday. The potato had a personality. The pork meat was just anointed of God. (laughs) The beans, oh my goodness gracious. The the, the sweet potato, oh oh my goodness. Oh, oh, I'm trying to get something else. that. that Oh, oh yeah. The onions in the small pieces of potato tasted heavenly. I've done the same thing. It tastes like rubbish. What is it that this woman did for me that I happen to... She knows how to cook. So she's telling me I can bring you every week a plate like that. Or every two or three days. Now that's the first first blessing that I ever had ever since I've been in the hole. I just enjoyed it. I sat down and ate real slow. And so, perfect work of the Holy Spirit means God begins to work on what your heart desires in a different way. He provides certain things. He, he walk, opens certain doors. He pays certain bills. He, he uh, 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 gives you a ride. You know? Give you a ride. Perfect work means building your faith, but it begins with small things. When you wait on God to provide you with small things, I'm talking about small things. You know, uh, my battery on my car, I have a car with 137,000 miles. So if you have a car you don't need, call me, I need it. And so, I tried to take 
I tried to take the pole out of the battery. I mean, I already spent an hour and a half with every piece of tool I have to get that thing out. Nothing. So suddenly, I called Jason. And when Jason got there, he opened a little black box like a, a doctor. You know, he's going to operate. And he put a little a little attachment to the little little, little turning thing. I consider that a blessing. I consider that something that I can't do. You know, uh, we're looking to go to Israel uh, in uh, uh, March the, the 17th to the 31st. Turkey is seven churches in Israel for a whole week. And all the hotels closed up. So yesterday, after being over the weekend and being waiting upon the Lord, the Lord, uh, John tells me, we found a hotel in, in Siberia, Tiberias. There's not only a good hotel, I've never been there, totally different. Oh my goodness gracious, you see, the Lord is working small detail. For us, it's big time, but for Him, is is the the emergency you have <coughs> the thing you need the most the small things that are bothering you he begins right there got into the Georgia mall cars a mile of cars behind me and I'm thinking to myself I'm going to park in Chicago so I make a right turn in the parking lot, and the old lady comes out of her front, front parking place. And I'm like, you He did that three times. I've been to Costco this week three times, and I've, I'll never go back again. It's, it's done. But let me tell you this. The parking space was right there waiting for me. Not just once, three times. When I got inside, I don't have a membership. I have to sign my life away to get a card. And a, and a sweet black lady, kind black lady, took me in and I made a comment to her and said, this is going to be the best day of your whole week. I can tell you already, God's going to... And I said, she began to cry. She processed me in 15 minutes, held my hand for a while. We had a prayer. And I'll tell you, I, I left there just... Oh, hallelujah. When I went to get a piece of pizza, it wasn't just a little piece. For some reason, when he cut it, he made a mistake. So I got almost half a piece, a pie, a pizza. Yesterday, there's a place in Watkinsville called My Pie. As I went out there, the young man, tall as a tree, said, you, can I do for you this pizza you would like me to do? You do whatever you want. And man, I'm telling you, Daniel, Daniel, this this morning Daniel called me from from São Paulo and says, "Ah, that pizza's still with me. I'll never forget that pizza." And I said, "I know what you mean. That's the best pizza we ever tasted. My pie. Small things. Perfect work has to do with small things. Means building your faith to be greater than your trial." Building your faith to be greater than your trial. 
Romans 5, 3 says this, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation works patience. Now patience is something that we've got to practice because I want to go as fast as I can, but I can't get ahead of God. That's what God's been telling us in our office. <clears throat> Stay behind me. Wait for me, and I'll take care of things. Let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now tell me, tell me somebody who don't want nothing, who waited. It says, wanting nothing. Tell me the quality of faith in Christian living that you don't want anything. Because, you know, I mean, by the way, Costco, Costco, whatever that is, it's opening up a mile from me. And they have the best shirts. They have the best piece of beef. They have everything. In other words, you don't need to do that. You should walk in and you're, you're taking care for life. But if I follow the work of the Holy Spirit of my faith, I want nothing. First Thessalonians 5.23 And the God of peace will sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. God is working with perfection, entire sanctification. He's changing your life. But He has to begin, little by little, to get out of the hole. I hope you uh, will be able to climb out of your hole. Amen. It's about time. You're taking too long. Brilha a luz que anunda o meu viver